Hello, everybody, and uh, thank you for for joining us today on the Reading Bark podcast. Um, you know, we, we we love to dive into the different barks that we find uh, across different trees. I'm just kidding. But all jokes aside, this is the Photography Brothers podcast, where you can find your weekly dose of photography, videography, and idiocracy. <laughs> Dude, like, I kind of came up with that today. What do you think of that, actually? <laughs> I th- think it's the the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> the the oh. dumbest thing I've ever heard since, since the last episode of this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a jam-packed show for you creative creatures today. We'll be covering uh, that new Tamron lens for the Sony E-mount and Fuji X-mount systems, along with some other unrequested opinions uh but before we go there uh jared how was uh how's your week man how's your weekend man uh, i don't want to go there and i'm not jared i'm the bully photographer give me that oh microphone my goodness. G- give me your lunch money uh, wait hey man i'm i worked I, hard for that five cent i'm really i'm really insecure and m- my dad doesn't respect me so i take it out on other people at school no, no, that's that's your motivation. You're not your script. You're not supposed to read that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, a ter- <laughs> I'm a terrible actor. Uh, good thing I'm decent-ish at uh, photography. There you go. There you go. So you had a rough weekend. Glad you uh, you made it. Yeah, I was a little bit sick, uh, but it feels really good to be back here on the show with you, Michael. Things are things are looking up now that we're back here on the Bros. We've got a uh, very uh, insightful, hopefully helpful episode uh, for everybody. We are going to talk mm-hmm. about some budget lenses, right, Michael? We are. Awesome. We're talk awesome. About some budget lenses. And before we do that, we uh, should probably we got a do, song. We do a song. You got a song for us? We got a song. Okay, and cool. this time around, it is me, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I will preface by saying that I wrote the uh, cover lyrics to this song and then learned how to play the song completely separately and haven't combined those two uh, learnings. Um but we we're gonna do that live here on the podcast because me and Jared we we know we're, we're in this you know we we fall together you know and uh, we'll see how this goes. This is a cover of Ed Sheeran's "Perfect." Oh, <laughs> uh, everyone's completely shocked, Michael. <laughs> You're doing it, Ed, again. There, there, you know yes, there are other there are other songs right that uh, yeah i artists. know but yeah. i i you know what i guess i think about it i think about yeah. all these di- i went to rush i went to all these different places wow rush but oh. yeah oh, i love rush man um but uh you know it's just it's easy i know i know so much ed sheeran <laughs> okay okay rock it bud it's, oh, it's not rocking it but you guys will get your uh, classic rock or whatever from me next week anyways if you don't enjoy it. <laughs> I'm shoot. Oh, wait, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm shoot. Okay. <laughs> I'm shooting in the dark with a Sony in my hands. 
Hey there, hey, ah, hey, stand there by the grass. Never mind that angle's ass. Got no faith in what I shot. Should I adjust my f-stop? Trigger snaps, shutter clicks. This photo is perfect tonight. Wow, that was so good. <laughs> I, I got to a point where I'm like, I'm not even, I don't want to try singing anymore. <laughs> I was like, that was so beautiful. I butchered it. It's but beautiful, sure. Michael. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, to so stay close to the lyrics, you know. So yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know what Michael was talking about earlier about bark or something like that. That was pretty weird. But uh, this is the Photography Brothers podcast, not the Bark podcast or whatever you said. Uh, we I did are going that it was the Photography Brothers podcast. Yes, it's I don't true. Know if you... That was nice yeah. of you to do that. We all <laughs> we all want to know what podcast we're listening to. And today we're going to talk all about lenses, which is like half of photography when you think about it, right? Yeah. Or maybe a third. Yeah. I, I guess the photographer has to has to account for something, right? Maybe they're a third of the equation at best. But uh, yeah, kind of kind of an important thing. And it can be uh, daunting, right? When you start photography, uh, you know, there's all of that research that you do, learning about all the great camera bodies out there. Uh, and then, you know, there's that whole hurdle of once you buy that body, uh oh, journey's not over. You got to buy some lenses. So mm-hmm. something that can uh, can be pretty worrying for some people can be pretty confusing. There's a lot of different things out there, a lot of different features, a lot of different options. And uh, you could end up spending a lot of money. So uh, it's important that you listen to this podcast right now. This is going to be a particularly important episode of the Photography Brothers. They're all important, you know, but but this one, I think, really, you probably can't ever shoot a photo unless you listen to this episode. Exactly. Exactly. Because everyone's just waiting for us to tell them what lens is. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's why no one's bought any lenses since we started this podcast they've just been there's, a, there's a halt yeah they're like we need to know and there's no there's no other youtube videos or content or anything else that uh will tell you what lenses to buy mm. so thank nope. thank god that uh that me and michael are here um yeah there are uh some benefits of having the two of us here um probably the main one is that i shoot canon and michael shoots sony and at times that can cause, you know, real, uh, real, real strife and real conflict on this podcast. But uh, today it's actually really good because we're going to be able to give you lens recommendations uh, for both systems. Um, and other than that, I think we better uh, jump right in. Anything that you want to talk about before we do that? I guess we're going to do three lenses each. Uh, we're going to try to keep them affordable, uh, as the title of this podcast is probably something like six affordable lenses or, or something like that. Uh, and at least on my side, I wanted to make them uh, some lenses that are pretty easy to find used. That was important to me as well. So uh, that's going to be kind of my criteria here. Uh, anything... Oh, and suitable for pro use as well. I mean, we're not going to recommend you any newbie uh, starter lenses. With these lenses, you'll you'll be able to shoot pro. Uh, any other criteria that you can really think of there, Mr. Costa? Sorry, so you're saying no newbie lenses is what you're saying? Uh, len- I mean, they can be newbie lenses, but you should be able to do pro work on them, right? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Sound- sounds right. about right. 
I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, sweet. I'm going to be covering uh, EF lenses, uh, since those are the lenses that I use, and those are the lenses uh, that you can pretty easily find used, as I said. And Michael, uh, on the Sony side, is going to cover whatever mount Sony uses, which is? It's E-mount. Okay, see, it's a good good thing we have uh, Michael here. I'm I'm way way out of my depth right away with the with the Sony stuff. So, um, I guess before we even get into our picks, we should kind of discuss like why you might want to have more than one lens, right? That's probably a good place to start. Uh, put the put the cart before the horse. Yeah. Um, why do you think it is a, a, a necessary or a good idea to have a collection of lenses, dude? Because um, different lenses provide you um, with like stronger results, and and because if you want to shoot portraits, then shooting on a fifty or eighty-five is just a really nice like prime to have, right? But then maybe you want to have something that's a bit more versatile because you want to vlog. Maybe you want to have something, um, you know, that's a bit longer range because you want to shoot, you know, um, you know, racing or, or something or sports. Um, it's just it it's for me i guess i always look at it as you know each lens has a very specific purpose yeah for sure different like use cases right and sometimes yeah. it like totally depends the type of photography that you decide to do right like it's it is a bit paradoxical to like decide what you want to do and then buy the lenses that can be like tough for people but uh yeah there's yeah. like very very if you're going to be shooting portraits you know it's a very different selection of lenses than if you're going to be shooting landscape let's say or or whatever right so definitely yeah. something to consider and maybe why you why you uh might want to have like a whole bunch of different lenses different focal lengths and whatnot uh is if you do maybe a few different types of things like for instance i do a lot of real estate but that's not all i do right and i, I normally like use wide angle lenses when i do that and if i use those same wide angle lenses when i'm shooting like uh portraits and whatnot like that would be pretty weird if you shot portraits at like 17 millimeters they would they would look really yeah. really, really strange Warped. people would look like a turtle or whatever <laughs> so uh so yeah uh other things that i definitely considered here um is focal length uh obviously is kind of the the most important thing when you're deciding your your lens right uh is like how wide that lens is how much zoom you can get on it things like that uh i think probably the next important thing would be aperture uh having a lens that's gonna give you you know uh enough light for what you want and enough uh bokeh if, if that's what you're looking for right if you want that like uh, depth of field look, um, having a little bit more blur blurred out backgrounds and stuff like that yeah. uh, can be important. I will say here as well that I avoided uh, variable aperture lenses because I think that's super annoying. There's some lenses where if you like um, basically you'll have a zoom lens and you can like change the uh, focal length and when you're changing the focal length it changes your aperture it's like a lot of cheap lenses that do that I personally like yeah. I, when I do because I do video work I hate that so uh, I've avoided all of that uh, other things to consider obviously autofocus um, that's something that I'm judging lenses on all the time how fast is the autofocus how loud is the autofocus uh, if the autofocus is really fast but also really loud it might it might be bad especially for video right so something to consider uh, another thing here is the build quality and the material if you 
have been shooting uh, photos for a while, you probably know that some lenses, uh, well, just that all all lenses aren't made equally, right? Some of them are plastic, some yep. of them are metal. Some of them are easy to break, some of them are hard to break, right? And then, uh, yeah, the, the, the design, the look, the functionality, uh, all things that I'm going to bring uh, to the table here with my lens selections. And hopefully Michael will too. Is there anything else that you kind of looked at, man? Um... I think for me, the way I kind of approached this was, you know, sim- I mean, it's a, it's a similar outcome. I just, my, my, my method was, you know, what are some lenses that maybe kind of get a pass, but are still very usable if you're on a budget. Cool. And then also, um, like just what's a really good bang for your buck. Yeah. Yeah. Getting the most, um, the most like wow factor, I guess. And the most uh, functionality out of without yeah like that middle ground of like mm-hmm. how much you're putting out and how much you're getting yeah without spending like six thousand dollars <laughs> exactly <laughs> for sure for sure I like that uh, e- economical in every way so yeah I think that's about enough uh, BS in so we should probably <laughs> BS in we should probably get into these. Uh, you know, BSing or explaining what we're doing and kind of justifying the remaining time of the podcast, otherwise known as BSing. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first, man? Do you want to jump into the the first lens that you want to talk about here? Sure. Okay, yeah. Sweet. Um, okay. So the first one that I want to talk about is actually one that I have mounted on my camera right now. This one, um, I think falls more into the value for your money. So um, I, I think that you'll see what I mean here in a second. Um, it is the Sigma 24 to 70 uh, F 2.8 for the Sony um, E-mount. It is an incredibly built lens. It feels very good. The glass is very, very comparable to the G Master equivalent. And um, although it still is like, it still might be above some people's price limit. If you're looking for like one of the better, if not the best, you know, 24 to 70 in the Sony E-mount, like, you know, portfolio, including third party, I think 1300, um, you know, that's pretty good. Especially when you look at the Sony G master for the 24 to 70 F 2.8, that's $2,900. You're shaving a lot off. You're getting very similar performance. Again, the build quality is fantastic. You can do firmware, firmware updates on it. It it is a very sophisticated, good piece of glass. So good value for your buck buck. (laughs) Yeah. Um, do you want to go like back and forth? Uh, sure, man. Yeah. I want to know a little bit more about this lens though. Like what are the, uh, yeah. yeah, What are, what are some good things that, uh, some good things that you love about it? Um, what is it useful for? Uh, maybe what are some downsides as well? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So I think for me, what I love about this lens is that it's very versatile. Um, you know, you have that 24 to 70, it allows you to take you know, decent portraits. Um, when you kind of punch out, you can do um, a little bit up close as well. Um, and in general for video, it's great. It's not hunting a lot. Um, it, it's a very, again, durable lens. I've dropped it a couple of times. Unfortunately, it's a terrifying thing wow, when that confes- happens. But... Confessional moment on the podcast. <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's taken the 
the beading for sure. Um, even like down to the lens cap, it is a high quality. Um, so yeah, I love it. Uh, I use it a lot for like vlogs. Um, I use it for all of my photography right now. Um, and then, yeah, I guess sometimes like a 50 mil will, will, will roll in, but this is like a lens that you can slap on and use for most of your work. Nice. Nice. Is that the lens that you used for our, uh, shoot for U of T? I did. Yeah. Oh, sick. yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can yeah. vouch, I can vouch for it then. Those photos were good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any downsides of it that you can think of? I guess just it's kind I, of big, right? Yeah. A, it, yeah. You know what? I think, um, there are a couple. So I think the one that isn't, there's not too much ground for me to really stand on is like, I would have loved the, for this to go under, um, like at least F2, like give me F2. I think it would hmm. be a bit better. Like I, I've tried to use this in low light, um, you know, shoot around at night, um, with some friends and I struggle. Um, so I think F2.8, it's not bad if there's semi decent lighting, pretty, you'll have something, but yeah, it's, it's not bad. Pro. It's not bad. It's Two pretty good. Pretty pro. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I just, for me, I've only, be, I only bring it up because there have been situations where I wasn't able to get anything. Yeah, where, where someone that was at f 1.8 or f 1.4 can yeah um, totally fair man right? not but every lens isn't perfect so yeah um and the only other thing i would say is it's very heavy it, it's yeah. it's about uh 950 grams wow um it it is uh that's like the same that's the same weight as like joe rogan's neck no, <laughs> it's pretty much like Joe Rogan's neck is is there. Yeah, it's it's kind of awkward. Um, and, I don't know how you would weigh it, just his neck, anyways. That would be pretty hard to do. Well, you know, it's when he's sleeping. If any, if anybody can do it, it's him, though. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's okay. that. Sigma twenty-four to seventy f one point eight. That is wicked. Good lens. Good lens. Like, as I said, Michael, uh, shot a, shot, shot a project with me and, uh, and the photos were good, as I said, so we can, we can vouch for that lens. All right. I've got an exciting one, Michael. Not only am I going to give you F 2.8, Michael, I'm going to go way farther than that. I'm going to give you F 1.4 on this lens. Okay. This, this everybody is a Sigma. 50 millimeter f 1.4 hsm i saw this lens uh i actually haven't this is the only lens that i haven't shot uh actual like work on yet uh i probably will buy this though i've tried this lens i they have one maybe i shouldn't even say this (laughs) they have one on sale right now at uh, downtown camera used but like barely used for 750 bucks these lenses go for over a thousand dollars uh this is one of the sigma art series lenses that people talk about and uh i was just really impressed when i tried this lens i've used some sigma lenses before uh, and I didn't really like, they, they were okay. It was, uh, you know, more in my starting phases of, uh, photography back when I was shooting on the, uh, the Canon T5i and those, those were dark, those were dark times, literally, <laughs> literally and figuratively. <laughs> uh, but I, I had a Sigma lens back then. It was okay. Uh, I think that Sigma has gone 
pretty far in their development though like these art yeah. series lenses are really nice uh the build quality is phenomenal like they just feel like a pro lens very comfortable uh comparable to the feel of like a you know l series canon lens even more so to to a sony lens like they even look a lot like a sony lens and yeah, yeah the thing that i just love about this uh the colors like come phenomenal uh obviously the ability to get f14 that's tons and tons of light uh a nice like shallow depth of field look lots of bokeh that you can get with this lens phenomenal for portraits uh yeah the autofocus i was finding was very good I uh, wasn't really having a hard time um, tracking focus and stuff like that. Uh, even on my, you know, 60 Mark II, it's a, a bit of a older camera at this point. Might need to upgrade soon. Uh, could be a future, future uh, topic. But uh, yeah, it, it did a great decent, uh, a great decent, <laughs> did a great job of uh, <laughs> autofocusing. And also, I found that the autofocus was really quiet. That was a, a big thing for me, especially since I do a lot of video. So having that uh, really quiet autofocus, like with my uh, Canon 50 millimeter, my plastic fantastic that I have, like that autofocus is so freaking loud. <laughs> like the the guys that built it back in China in the factory can hear it every time that I <laughs> turn on the, the autofocus. They're like, oh, that's our lens going off again. So yeah, it's uh, it's th those are loud as hell. And this, this one is not. It's in incredibly quiet. Um, does a good job of tracking. Uh, what else here? Obviously, a, a great aperture for the price. Like to be able to get f1.4 is phenomenal. There are uh, other Canon lenses, other even um, 50 millimeter lenses that do this. Canon kind of has two options uh, when it comes to well, three if you include the plastic fantastic. But if we're talking like yeah. <laughs> really pro lenses, uh, they have like a 50 that's from the 90s that they really haven't changed much. Uh, it was invented like before even digital cameras. <laughs> so Are it's like about the, the, the nifty 50. Uh, no, it's like even, uh, an upgrade from that. They're like $350, uh, Canon. Lenses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they're, they're just like super old school, obviously for video functionality, they're not great. And then you have, uh, another, Another lens that you can get from Canon, another 50 millimeter. I believe it's a, a 1.4, but it's $2,000. And I'm just like, guys, come on. I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to spend $2,000 on a 50 millimeter. Like, are you guys crazy? I'll, I'll buy a zoom lens for that or whatever, right? So, yes, just kind of uh, was looking at that. And I'm like, okay, that's a little bit out of my price range and, and found this Sigma. So, yeah, I don't own it yet, uh, but it is on my... Uh, list of things to buy, especially as I am doing like more, more and more photography, photography stuff and more uh, like headshots and, um, you know, portraits, lifestyle shoots. Uh, I could see a lot. You could even use this a lot for video. So definitely going to be uh, one that I will pick up in the near future, one that I would recommend. The only really downside to this lens is just the size of it, uh, comp especially compared to other 50 millimeter lenses. Like this thing is like the same size as my 17 to 40, right? It's like pretty big and it's not a zoom lens or anything. I guess they just like wanted it to be that big. If there's, I'm sure there's some oh, wow. some uh, outside of what I know reason why it's big like that, but uh, it is a nice Yeah, lens. it's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's big Eight, and pretty heavy. 820 grams for mm -hmm. 50. Yeah, it is big, as, as I said, for a 50. But uh, yeah, for yeah. the quality of the photos, uh, I'd be willing to put up with it. So mm -hmm. yeah, so that's yeah. that's my first pick. Sweet. Um, okay, so for me, 
the next one i'm gonna pull up the pricing here for it um it is the sony we're keeping on the same uh focal length there 24 to 70. um this is the base lens that comes with a lot actually sorry it's 28 to 70 that comes with um if you got like an a7 ii um i think it may have even been around for the a7 one i'm not sure if it was the same on the base but it was a native lens that came with a lot of these cameras but what happened was everyone wanted to jump on the on to some of the more um premium models because there are a good selection i know uh, rokinon has one um sony has i think one that's a bit more expensive i think within the 800 dollars range and then of course sigma's there um so people just kind of abandon it and i'm here to say that it is an okay lens it is a totally okay <laughs> lens. It's not, look, it's not, it's not G master. It's not. And you do get a little bit of like, um, like corner fringing, like with the colors sometimes. Um, but like the glass is pretty sharp and I've done some video. Actually, I shot a lot of video with this when I bought, when I entered, um, the full frame mirrorless market with Sony, this was what I had. And I shot a ton of my YouTube videos on this. I never had issues with it hunting or, or uh, losing track of focus, um, you know, and obviously a lot of that comes out of the, the camera as well. But the lens plays a big factor in, in like how aggressive it, it finds that focus again, that hunt. And I, I was really happy with this. And, you know, similar to what I was saying with the previous lens um, that I talked about, which is, again, within that very similar uh focal range uh focal length there like it's it, you can use it for so many things um that 28 to 70 yeah very versatile. Um, and so i think this is one where if you are trying to figure out where where you want to go like if you're entering sony maybe you just spent a lot of money on a body and you don't you don't want to spend too much right now um you can get this and honestly you'll be fine you know um you, you'll be fine then I think after a while, you know, you want to play around with the Sigma. It's fantastic. Like I said, great piece of, uh, of glass there, but that is, you know, 1300 bucks. And even though it is cheaper, um, than that G master, it is still like a bit to cough up. So yeah, this is a total, 13, totally reasonable option. 1300, like brand new, right? That's 1300 brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So you could probably find it used for like what, maybe eight, 900 bucks. And it, it, it's a kit lens yeah. that like tends to come with the camera. Is that what you said? This one here, I now I don't know if this has been coming with the like I I have to see what the A7 IV came out with, so I mm -hmm. don't know if it's still stock, but it was for a couple generations. Okay, fair. Uh, yeah, yeah so even if, if it was for it. if it was for a while, yeah, just to to speak on the availability of it, right? Like those kit lenses, yeah. a lot of people buy the camera with the kit lens, and then you know because they don't exactly know what they want to do, and then they kind of yeah. oh, actually, I want to shoot wildlife. Well, this lens is completely useless to me. Okay, boom, sell it, right? So uh, yeah, you, you should have a, a pretty easy time finding one of those used for a decent price. Uh, if you do live in Toronto, like Downtown Camera has, it, this sounds sponsored. I hope I really, I really <laughs> wish they would. I, I have to. I'll we talk should to them. actually reach out to them. We should probably talk like, to them. Like, you want, <laughs> like, that's a serious <laughs> question. Can we guys? Um, can we mention you guys so we look good? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they have a, a great selection of uh, of used lenses there, like tons of stuff. Just to clarify, the the Sigma lens is thirteen hundred. Uh, the the I talked about previously. This one is five twenty. 
528 right now on, on Amazon listed um, CAD. So, but I mean, you can get these for, sometimes you can find them for 150, but that's like, that's like a lucky strike. You know, you, you can get this for, you know, two, 250. Um, and I think for that kind of price range, it's, it's a lot oh, coming from Canon way better build quality than the plastic. Fantastic. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it, that says something. Or wicked, wicked, wicked. Uh, <laughs> all right. I got a wicked, speaking of things that are wicked, I got a wicked lens for all of you guys. Uh, on my next pick, the lens that I use all of the time, the oh. first lens that I bought with my 6D, actually. Um, so right now I want to talk about the Canon 17-40 to f4 usm lens uh you can pick these up brand new for about a thousand dollars i paid about 700 bucks for mine so and it was uh in in a pretty nice condition if if you got one really beat up you might even be able to get one for like five or six hundred bucks uh there are tons of these around one of the most manufactured lenses that's like ever been made there's just so many of them, uh, but they are a great lens. Uh, they're obviously, because there's a lot, they're easy to find use, uh, but they are very durable. Uh, I, and as Michael was saying, like uh, it's a very practical range, right? If anything that can get you like pretty wide, but then also get you like pretty close to like a 50 millimeter, which is like pretty much what your eye sees. Uh, if you're in that range, even 35, you know, 35 to to. 70 you could probably use for like a portrait type of thing so you're definitely in the uh in the right area to be uh using this lens for like your portraits your lifestyle you can pull it off with this lens uh especially lifestyle maybe portraits i'd recommend actually like using a a 50 prime or something like that but definitely for lifestyle or 85 yeah, true, true, true. Good point. Yeah, um, yeah but for uh, for shooting nice and wide, uh, for landscapes, for uh, for real estate, like this lens is perfect for real estate. I wouldn't really want to use any other lens. Maybe if it was like a 2.8, that would be good, but then it would also be way more expensive. And there are some pretty sketchy shoots <laughs> that I do with this lens. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, especially in the real estate world, uh, doing those renos and whatnot, uh, it gets pretty... Uh, can get uh, pretty pretty scary. So with this lens, you know, it, it was 700 bucks. I'm not that afraid. Um, other stuff. I'm trying to say um less. It's very snappy <laughs> when you when you zoom. I do love that about this lens. When you're doing like uh, when there's a lot of action or you're vlogging or stuff like that. When I'm saying that it's snappy, like you can change focal lengths very very quickly, right? You can be shooting super super wide, grab that ring and very quickly, right? Boom boom boom. Now I'm shooting super close. Now I'm shooting wide. Like, I, I just love that ability. You can do kind of, I don't know, cool, depending on how you look at it, kind of uh, zoom effects with that. Uh, and then the other thing here, it uh, is a Canon L-series lens, which means it does have the cool uh, red ring on the end of the lens. Mm. And that that just makes you feel like a boss. That's, that's, all, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that's so that. so satisfying. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I could really say bad about this lens, like, as I said, it's the lens that I use every day, like literally every day. It's incredibly durable. Uh, yeah, I love it. Um, it is kind of not the quietest uh, autofocus. Way, 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 way quieter than, uh, you know, that uh, STM uh, 50 millimeter, like plastic fantastic type of thing. Um, but 
it, you know, if you've got a shotgun mic on the top and it's a really, really quiet room, you might hear uh, that autofocus a little bit. Also, I've kind of beat this lens up a little bit, so that probably contributes to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's pretty much the only downside I can think of. Man, that fifth, that plastic fantastic, it sounds like, like a hamster wheel or something. It, it, it's it sounds so like loud. A, it sounds like a jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Is there construction going on? No, I'm just going to focus my lens. Yeah. Oh. But um, that's what you pay wow, for. That's I great. Mean, my, 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 uh, my plastic fantastic, I'm pretty sure I traded like a beer for. So, I mean, can't complain too much. That's sweet, man. So how long have you had this lens now for? Uh, about as long as I've had my 6D. So, I don't know, better part of like three years, I suppose. Something like that. Yeah. Long nice. time. And you haven't had time. any issues? You, you've had a lot of gigs. Not. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Good. Tons of gigs. I've beat it. I've beat this lens up. If there's any lens that I, <laughs> like, of the lenses that I picked here, of the three lenses that I picked, uh, yeah, this one is the one that, uh, that I've definitely tested the most. Nice. Well done. Well done. The last one I wanted to uh, talk about, does it have to be in Sony? Because I kind of oh. went, I went, I went off the rails. Okay. Oh, does sweet, it still sweet, on the same? Is it still on the same like mount? It's not the same mount. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it is actually a lens that I used back when I was still invested in Canon. Um, I hadn't ha- put money towards the full frame yet. I was shooting on a 70D. Um, to this day, it's still like probably my second favorite camera. It, it was. I loved it. It was a great, great piece of glass or a great uh, piece of tech there. Um, but what I really liked about this lens is that um, it really gave you an, it, it unbelievably sharp uh, images. Um, and so, I mean, for me, like it was awesome to be able to punch down F1.8 and go really wide and, and get all this, um, you know all that data but it's 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 a really good piece of glass it is a uh, really nice for vlogging as well which is something that i was playing around with at the time um the one thing i will say and it's kind of in the trend with me and jared uh talking to sigma today it, it is a heavier piece of glass uh we talk about how durable these lenses are and they feel great i think that's kind of the price they pay is it's just really heavy so if I, w- I will admit that, you know, although it is it is from a technical standpoint and kind of what comes out of the camera with this mounted, it, it looks great uh, standpoint. It, it's a good piece of glass for vlogging. But if you're already shooting on like a DSLR and then you mount this on top, my arms would get pretty, pretty drained. <laughs> so I guess that's like one drawback if you're if you're going to use this for video. Um, but uh, yeah. Honestly, like it was just, I was trying to think of what other lens I wanted to talk to, and I have, I have a special, a special place in my heart for the uh, for the eighteen to thirty five f one point eight Sigma lens, um, and uh, yeah, I hope one day I'm reunited somehow. That's wicked. <clears throat> you can tell yeah. by Michael's picks the uh, type of photography that he does. Eh, not a, not a lot of wildlife, not a lot of sports. Eh, Michael? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm actually looking for a point What's five the- to five. Uh, range. <laughs> what's what was the what's the longest focal length that you covered with those lenses? The longest seventy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know what? 
And as an honorable mention, just just yeah. so Jared just can't rip me too hard. I'm not uh, the the seventy to three hundred. Um, we'll throw the link down below. Uh, that was also on the Canon. Fantastic. It was older. Came out like late nineties, early two thousands. Really, really nice. Good piece of glass. And that's a telephoto. And wicked, I love wicked that one too. Yeah. Wicked stuff. All right, I got a good lens for you guys, and another one <sighs> that it? I've used it? a bunch of times in real life, and I like this lens. I don't own it, but uh, my second shooter has this lens, and it's pretty. I'm kind of jealous of him a little bit because this cool lens. It's the Canon 24 to 105. We're going uh, long focal length on this one. The only true zoom lens uh, from either Michael or I today, which is really interesting. Again, I, I do mostly like real estate and, and uh, portraits and whatnot. So I'm not, not doing a lot of, uh, you know, that zoom work, uh, but it is good to have a lens like this for some reasons that I'll talk about in a second. Uh, yeah, the 24 to 105 F4 USM. Uh, this lens, if you bought it brand new, it would cost you like a grand and a half. Uh, you can pick it up in really good condition for like a thousand bucks. Uh, that's what Tristan paid for it. But I bet if you got it in really bad condition, you could probably get it for like 800 bucks. <laughs> so that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I will say that at F4, this lens does have like a really nice bokeh, um, especially for F4. Uh, just like the um, 17 to 40 that I talked about, this is an L series lens. L stands for nah, legit. Let's go with that. Uh, so, <laughs> so that means that you have a very solidly, uh, it probably stands for legacy. Anyways, uh, you have a very solidly constructed lens. Uh, obviously, it feels very good in your hands. You've got that uh, very nice little red ring on the end there. And uh, a big a big difference is the, the focus ring, like how the focus ring actually feels and how smooth it is when you're um, when you're pulling focus and when you're zooming in and out like both of both the focus ring and the uh, the zoom ring on the thing just feel really good feel uh, very pro very tactical and you feel like you get exactly what you want when you're doing that like you just have a lot of control it's not like the lens you're barely touching it and then the lens is going crazy uh, and when you're zooming in and out um, you can go very very smooth right like you can actually kind of zoom in on something uh, manually and have it like not look all like shaky and and janky as you would get with like a cheaper lens same thing when you're pulling focus like if you are one of those people who like to do that kind of can be can be really cool in, in videos as well where you're like rolling video and pulling focus and it actually looks smooth if I tried to do that with like my plastic fantastic to give another example, it would probably be like pretty, pretty shaky, pretty janky. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't look super pro the way that, uh, this thing looks. Uh, I would say that the autofocus is very reliable. does a good job of tracking faces and stuff like that. I would also say that the autofocus is quiet, even quieter. Uh, even though I get, it is like the same type of lens, I guess the USM like focusing system. Uh, and again, maybe it is just cause it's not not as beat up <laughs> as my lenses, uh, but it focuses focuses nicely and focuses quietly, which I appreciate. If you do need to go uh, even longer on your focal length, uh, you can drop in a converter. This is actually something that I learned about today, Michael. All my years as a photographer, I never knew that there is such a thing as a uh, two times teleconverter or like extender. Essentially, you uh, okay. like 
use that basically just as you would um, any type of converter, like something that would convert lens mounts or something like that. Like you put it on uh, before you put on the lens and you can get up to uh, two times the focal length, two times zoom on that. Do Does you know it what? affect sharpness a lot? Probably. Or- I don't know. Like I told you, I just learned about it today, bro. Okay. Man, I want a full review right now. Come on. Full review right now. Uh, I don't know. Peter McKinnon probably has a video about it. So go look at his his video. Uh, And yeah, the only really like downside that I can think of about this is it's just like a really big lens. Yeah. If you're only, if you're only going to like buy one lens and this is the lens that you buy, which you would be fine. 24 to 105. uh, Mm -hmm. You you would be pretty good with that. Uh, But it's, it's pretty freaking big to carry around. Uh, and obviously it's f4 right it's not 2.8 it's not 1.4 it's you're getting the amount of light that you get at f4 which will work for you in most situations uh but yeah sometimes you're going to be you're going to be wishing that you had a little bit uh that you had spent a little bit more money <laughs> and got a little That's bit a great of a great lens a little bit That's of a, a better great, aperture great lens. but it is a good lens yeah. uh very solid uh i i would say the use cases for this like uh events obviously like where anything where you can't get like right next to the to the to the subject right so events uh sporting events you could shoot sort of with this um uh, like weddings this would be a really good lens comedy shows this would be a really good lens uh and yeah for video it does work really well and it makes a great second uh like second camera lens where you know you've got like your kind of 50 millimeter view on your main camera and then you've got like off to the side uh kind of a side profile it works perfectly for that uh yeah so nice. i would recommend picking up this lens for sure especially for the price it's, it's great uh the canon 24 to 105 uh usm i think we should probably go th- just like quickly through the list again for each of us right just yeah. in case anyone does actually want to buy these lenses which i would recommend that you do cool okay so um for me the first one was the uh, I kind of went, let me go back here. That was the Sigma 24 to 70. That's, uh, my, my daily. Uh, and that is, uh, $1,300 on Amazon right now. That's CAD. F um, 2.8. F 2.8. Sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, Sigma 24 to 70 F 2.8 DG, uh, DN art lens for Second. e-mount system. Um, the other one was the cost um, kind of like your cost saver for, for a decent performance. That was at Sony to 20, uh, 28 to 70. Um, now this is, um, does have a very variable, um, aperture unfortunately, but again, it, it is, it, this is a, a good lens for the buck as we said. So that's that Sigma or that Sony, uh, 28 to 70 F 3.5 to 5.6. Uh, and this is also only, um, uh, actually, no, never mind. I was going to say this is only for crop, but that was the other lens, which was the, um, the Canon, uh, 18 to 35, uh, F 1.8, which it goes for eight, $800 now. Um, and so you can get better on the used market for that. Oh, and I, yeah. if it is a crop sensor lens, you yeah. probably can't use it on a full frame sensor. I think you won't be able to use it. So it goes the other way, but not that way. Yeah. 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 
Cool. All right, wicked. Uh, here are my picks for your prime lens, uh, your 50 millimeter, the Sigma 50 millimeter f1.4 DGHSM, wicked lens. As I said, freaking awesome for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you need to zoom in a bit, then it's not awesome anymore. Uh, the or shoot wide. Okay, it's not awesome for everything. It's good for portraits uh, <laughs> and for video. The next one is the uh, everyday use kind of category here. The Canon 17 to 40 F4 USM, uh, great everyday lens, uh, awesome for real estate if you want to get into doing that. Good for landscapes too. Uh, and then finally, in the uh, the only zoom lens that the photo bros care about apparently today the canon uh 24 to 105 f4 usm and uh there's our there's our picks for lenses you guys if you wanted to know what lenses to buy these would be some great uh picks to get you off the ground into photography and you could probably pick up uh any one of these lenses and as long as you had a camera to go with it you would be out there shooting some pretty pro photos i would say yeah, we'll try to link something down below. But if not, just go Google these lenses or uh, or go yeah. to downtown. Go to downtown camera. They'll they'll help you out. But don't ask for what lens was it again? Oh yeah, this the the one that I said, the Sigma fifty millimeter. Buy that one new. Buy that on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to uh, do the contest stuff? Sure. Okay, so this is the segment of the podcast where we tell you all about a contest that we're running right now. Isn't that right, Michael Costa? Yes, it is, Jared. Uh, but it's not really a contest. Is it a contest? I guess it technically could be considered a contest. It's also uh, referred to as a giveaway, folks, because we're giving you stuff. You know? We're giving it away, just like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, there you go. There you go. They are in no way involved, just so you guys know with this giveaway. Um, don't want to get tied into any you didn't anything know that, there. You didn't know Anthony Kiedis was the CEO of DJI? You didn't know that? Oh, man. Okay. So, I mean, okay, we'll, we'll get all the, the legal stuff figured out after the fact. But, <laughs> yeah. um, guys, we're, we're giving away uh, a brand new DJI gimbal for your phone, a mobile gimbal there. Um it's it, it's honestly solid. I've used some of DJI's older units um, or older models, um, and it's it's really good. This newer stuff's solid. I love the magnetic mount. It allows you to kind of just like take off your phone, use it if you need to, and then just very quickly get it back and shooting right away. Um, really good piece of tech, and there's an app and everything that speaks to it. So really cool piece of tech there, and uh, yeah. Jared, what do the people need to do if they want to if they want to get their hands on this? So, uh, well, first I just want to give them the exact uh, a little bit more exact information on this gimbal. It is the <laughs> DJI Om Four. Uh, of course, this will provide stabilization for your uh, smartphone video needs. Uh, it also dispenses uh, the crunchy type of Cheetos. So that's good. If you want the uh, soft type of Cheetos, probably DJI isn't going to be the company for you. And uh, it's also it's also scratch and sniff, and it smells like uh, peanut butter and uh, turtles, birch bark. 
And noodles? Birch bark. Yeah. We'll go with yeah. that one. Yeah, and uh, yeah. but it more more most important thing is the stabilization, right, Michael? That is true. It's gonna be really nice too if you want to go and do travel stuff now. And it's yeah. magnetic. It's uh, it's magnetic, so you can easily take your phone <laughs> on and off. You know, you get that call from your boss when you're dicking around with your gimbal, and you're answering that call. So, now so that's good. As if, well. if we haven't sold you on this gimbal yet. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. You guys shouldn't even be here right now. You, guys you should can't have even already clicked on the link in the description. What are you doing? Come on. Yes, we have a link in the description. Uh, if you want to <laughs> win this excellent gimbal, uh, there are some uh, consolation prizes as well. You can get a cleaning kit for your camera. You can get a memory card, but obviously that big draw is going to be the uh, mobile gimbal here. And if you want to win that, as Michael said, we've got a link uh, in the description of this YouTube video. If this is a podcast in your ears, audio podcast that you're listening to, uh, you will also find a link in the description of the podcast. Go there. Uh, there's all different types of activities that you can do in order to enter the contest. Uh, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to the podcast, listen to an episode, uh, follow us on uh, other social media things. And yeah, uh, it's kind of kind of pretty much it. It's not that hard. I mean, for what you're getting, it's it's not that much work really. Uh, and it's just we want to spread the word and we want to we want to give back to you guys. Uh, it's been you know almost 40 episodes of the podcast here. You guys have been supporting us, and we just want to uh, do something for you. So yeah, go ahead, click that link and uh, and go go do the stuff and and win this gimbal. Do it up. Okay, so this has been, once again, the Photography Brothers podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I uh, hope that you learned a lot. Hope that you maybe uh, got a new a new lens pick that you're, that you're going to pick up. Maybe you want to ask for it for Christmas as well or whatever holiday you celebrate. Those holidays are coming up. If you want to ask uh, for a lens for Hanukkah, I'm not sure how Hanukkah works, but maybe maybe you can do that. And uh, yeah, other than that, we've got some other great content that you can check out. Uh, obviously, the, the main thing that you need to do is uh, go sign up for that contest that giveaway yes. you want to win that gimbal yeah. that's the main that's the main important thing we just talked about that though so another thing that you can do uh is uh follow the photography brothers on instagram photo underscore bros underscore pod if you want to get more content from michael costa you can find him uh michael m costa on youtube yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. see if you don't change it for like two weeks in a row I can remember it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find some other crazy videos with me, uh, you can search Jared Poirier on YouTube. I mostly talk about metal on there. Uh, you can also listen to the podcast from my lovely fiance, who's making a bunch of noise, putting her code away in the background of this podcast right now. Uh, Masha, and now she's giving me the finger. Masha, so I, don't go listen to her podcast then. <laughs> no, okay, listen to her podcast. The Masha and the Dogs podcast on Spotify. Uh, if the name doesn't give it away, it's about dogs. It's about all the good dogs in history. Right, Michael? I want you to know that was my favorite part of the whole podcast. Okay, good. You guys have it like... <laughs> 
there's a, a mini, little moment mini, there. That mini was fight on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, I think that's about it. Anything that uh, you can think of? Nope. 